Hello, my lords and labias. This is Brooke, the host of the Good Mom Podcast, where we talk about the joys and the wonders of parenthood. That's a joke. We do not talk about (laughs) the joys of parenthood. We talk about the struggles behind parenthood. We talk about mental health, the postpartum vagina, sex after a baby, making your marriage work, maybe not making your marriage work, and all this stuff that you don't usually want to talk about because every time you mention it to somebody, you feel like a bad fucking parent. Believe me, you're not a bad parent. We are all in this together on this crazy ass parenthood ride. Buckle up, bitches. Okay, guys, so for this episode, we are testing out our interview process that we do Um, using Zoom since we are not able to do interviews in person right now during the pandemic Um, and so the audio is going to sound a little off because of the way that we had to record. Um, I was not able to use the high quality mic that I usually use and so that's why I sound like this kind of like I'm in a tunnel. (laughs) Um, So excuse our audio malfunctions and enjoy the episode. All right you ready to do the thing? You're so annoying. (laughs) Okay, everybody. So welcome back to another episode of The Good Mom. So today we're doing our first interview with my niece. Shut up. (laughs) My niece, Jenna. So she's, we've got like a confusing family dynamic. So she's not really my niece, but she is my niece. So. By marriage, but I'm just older. Yeah, she's older than me. She's older than me by marriage. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to be talking about (laughs) Jenna's motherhood story today. So our parenthood stories couldn't be any fucking different. And also Jenna is eating ice and smoking on a vape. So if you hear shit in the background, I promise it's not me making slurping weird ass noises. (laughs) It's Jenna. Keep the crunching to a minimum. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, sorry, I got distracted. My husband is also <laughs> working on his computer in here today, so there's a lot of shit going on. And my daughter's baby monitor is right next to me, so I should turn that down. Okay, so let's talk about you getting knocked up. Obviously, you have to have sex to get pregnant. So you had sex with a man, and you got a seed load inside of you, and then you got pregnant. So you get kind pregnant. Of, Are you kind of fucking terrified? Are you excited? Well, so realistically, um, I did not get a huge load inside of me, but thank you. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> you were on birth control, weren't you? I was on birth control, and he pulled out. And here I am, three years and two months later, loving life or something. So that's like a full destiny baby. (laughs) Yeah, she was meant to be. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, it was, I was scared. I actually took my pregnancy test because I was like a day late and I just kind of had one sitting around. And I was like, oh, I'll just take it. Ha ha ha. So I peed on the stick and then not funny anymore. Yeah, it wasn't funny <laughs> when that second fucking line popped right up. 
And so I quickly ran out and I looked at my mom and I said, hey, uh, I got to run to Walmart to get windshield wiper fluid. She's like, what? You didn't tell your mom? Like, first off? No, no, because I needed more tests. I needed to know for (laughs) sure. And this wasn't a joke. (laughs) So I go and I, she's looking at me like I'm batshit crazy, which I was. So I ran to Walmart. I grabbed two more tests. I ran into the bathroom at Walmart and I took another one. And yep, that second line still showed up. Ran home. I mean, you ran. I am going to just fucking run this shit off. <laughs> I'm so scared. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> um, and then I took the third one when I got home because, you know, it might, you know, third time's a charm. Still positive. And so then that night we ate dinner and I was completely quiet. I didn't really say much. And then after dinner, my mom went outside and I followed her out there. And I was like, so I need to tell you something. And she's like, what? And I said, well, um, you know, those jokes that I've been making with Ryan. So backstory, my friend Ryan um, is gay and married and he always told me that if I got pregnant, that he wanted my baby. And so, (laughs) (laughs) so she said, yeah, I was like, well, um, it's not really a joke anymore. And her jaw dropped and then she started laughing. And so I started crying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And I mean, you know, my mom, like you can just, Imagine all of this in your head. (laughs) And she said, you need to go tell your dad. And I'm like, no, I can't. I can't go tell him. You tell him. Yeah, you tell him. She goes, nope, not gonna. And you got to tell him tonight because I'm not keeping this from him. So I went inside and I said, I need you to sit down. He's like looking at me like I'm crazy. So I'm going to have a baby. And he looked at me. And was like, um, okay, so when did this happen? And I was like, well, about a month ago. And um, I just found out. He said, okay. And then I started crying. And I hugged him and I told him I loved him. And he didn't talk to me for a couple days because he was processing it. And then the rest of the pregnancy was fine. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's like that initial just like rip off the band-aid. Yeah, so, I didn't tell a whole lot of people until I announced it on Christmas because I didn't even tell my sister. And you didn't? Josie and t- no, I, she didn't know until Christmas because I really wanted to get past that 12-week mark. Oh, yeah. I really, really told people. I was just so nervous and stuff. And then, so I got her a shirt that said, the best sisters get promoted to aunts. Gave that to her for Christmas. and Vomit. I know. It's disgusting. She loved it. I'm sure she wore it like twice. Oh, <laughs> she just wore it to be nice. Yeah. Like, she wore it for the picture and then used shit. it as a rag. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that shit it's away. disgusting. <laughs> I remember coming to your house and I used your bathroom and you had the pregnancy test. <laughs> I still have them. You had like saved it and it was like sitting in there and I was like, and it was like brown from where they're like sitting there. I was like, what the fuck? And I thought you were so fucking weird. And then like I still have my pregnancy test from Lillian. 
Yeah, that's right, bitch. I did it. <laughs> I did it. I, I didn't save this baby, so. <laughs> I've already played favorite. You better favorite. go pee on a stick. Well, the, I, the pregnancy test I took, it was weird. So the pregnancy test that I took, I okay, so everybody listening who is, like, trying to get pregnant and shit, know this. There's, like, red dye and, like, blue dye pregnancy tests, and I think the ones I took were red dye. I don't remember, but after you pee on them, if they, like, sit for, like, a while, the line disappears. <laughs> so I was, like, to- in, like, total disbelief for, like, the longest time. You could even ask my husband. So for, like, the longest time, you guys, I thought that I was, like, I was, like, am I pregnant? <laughs> because I would go to check my pregnancy test, and it would be not pregnant. And I'd be, like, I- but that said, <laughs> it did say pregnant, right? So all of the tests that I took ended up disappearing. Like they so you need to go get one that'll stay and go pee on it now. Yeah, while I think you still it's have the blue opportunity. test. Blue Don't you dye know. test. Clear blue? No, not clear blue. I, no, no, no. Okay. The red dye test are the ones I think are the ones I took. The oh. red ones disappeared. So I think it's like the blue dye, dye tests that are like better. I don't fucking know. Maybe I'm just like making shit up and that my pee is just like <laughs> fucked up. And it was just disappearing, <laughs> evaporating. But there's definitely a baby in there. I've seen it on a camera a few times now. <laughs> couple. Couple pictures. Yeah. So when you found out you were pregnant and you're like processing this shit, did your excitement set in like immediately after you told everybody and you were like, okay, I'm having a baby because your pregnancy story, it's not like you and your husband, you know, got pregnant. You were trying. It was like, okay, great. Like I hardly know this guy <laughs> fucking knocked up. Like what the fuck? Yeah. You? So I got pregnant on a one night stand during Hurricane Matthew. Um, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my boy. (laughs) (laughs) And fun fact, had she, I did have a girl and, but had she been a boy, her name would have been Matthew, but that is not for reasons of the hurricane. Um, My dad and who is Wes's brother, Brooke's husband, Wes, um, their brother died when he was 19 and his name was Matthew. So had she had been a boy, then I would have named him Matthew. Anyway, convenient, hurricane, but. Yeah, right, that didn't right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got pregnant on a one-night stand, not planned, not expected. Um, I don't, I don't really know when the excitement set in. Because Never. Was, yeah. <laughs> it's still waiting on it. <laughs> I'm hoping maybe when she turns 18. Right. Um, no. <laughs> You're moving out? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I promise we're good parents. <laughs> I, yeah, most days. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> just don't read our texts. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, I was excited, but I was also very scared because I didn't know what was going to happen. I did, I did attempt a relationship with um, her father, and that did not end up working out. Um, you know, to the dads that step up out there, I applaud you. Um, I do have a hard time telling my story sometimes and some of the details of it because I feel like I get judged as that angry baby mama rather than like- Be a fucking angry baby mama. Fuck everybody. (laughs) Be angry. my, My situation is weird. Like, you know, to me, it was more of a- wanted to be the Instagram dad rather than the actual father, like never showed, never showed his step up. And so, you know, I've, I've done what I I've had to do and I'm raising this baby by myself. I've been raising this baby by myself since she was born and with the help of, well, cause it takes a village, like you said in last week. Um, 
my family, my friends. But I mean, another part of it is, um, I mean, obviously, you know, but my, we found out three months, October, November, December, yeah, three to four months after we found out I was pregnant, we found out that my mom's cancer was back. So back in July, 2015, my mom was diagnosed with um, stage two breast cancer. She did, went through her treatment, chemo, surgery, radiation, and she was in remission. And then we found out it came back. And so earlier when we said, you know, this baby was meant to be, I do have a strong belief that things happen the way they're meant to happen. And had I not gotten pregnant, my mom would have never met her grandchild right. because six yeah. years after my daughter was born, we lost my mom. So, right. Yeah. What's that noise? Uh, might be the dog snoring next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought you were farting on camera. And I was like, girl, I'm not editing this out. I am not going to edit it. <laughs> you won't get that toot upon the screen. <laughs> People are going to not want to listen to this. <laughs> Try That's to have awesome. a serious conversation and you're just like <laughs> farting in the background. Yeah, we'll say it was a I dog swear snoring. It's the dog. Sure, Jenna. <laughs> so I swear. So 110%, like your mom got to see, to not just see Cassidy, but also got to spend a good chunk of time with her. So you're Yeah, up. She, was in, she was in the room and all that, so. Yeah. For sure. So that's actually something that we'll end up talking about later on too, because that's like a huge part of like your single mom journey. So your pregnancy was easy, hard. Was your pregnancy? It was easy. Like, I mean, I would do it again. Fucking craving. Uh, I remember you craving Rice Krispie treats. No. Girl, I, I came down to see you. All you wanted to eat was Rice Krispie treats. What is okay, that? I don't remember that craving. The only craving I remember was root beer flavored everything. I wanted root beer snow cones. I wanted root beer bottle caps. I wanted everything. There is a special place in hell for people who like root beer flavored items. <laughs> okay, well, I'll be there. <laughs> Meet you there, girl. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, that run is... that bus. Beep, beep. Boy. Yeah, you bought, you guys like went to Costco or some shit, like one of those like bulk stores and you came home and you had like one of those bulk packages of fucking the uh, Rice Krispie treats and you were just like munching through those things. I do not remember that, but that oh doesn't God. Fucking blackout from the Krispies. <laughs> that was the first time I met you. Do you know that? I know. My baby shower. To be honest, I don't remember any kind of awkward moment though either no you know how, like we, usually getting to know somebody you're like Meh. like oh hi my, my name is Brooke. no <laughs> there was none of that it no. was full on like so you got knocked up huh how's that going <laughs> you got a seat on you <laughs> yeah so whatever whatever you oh god my notes you guys i write some of the dumbest shit so I, I here's exactly what i wrote any fears or things that you were worried about that felt silly looking back on it like are you gonna shit on your doctor <laughs> those are the kinds of that, things i think about <laughs> that's literally what she wrote to me and that's the only example she gave me so are you gonna, are you gonna with poop? that said 
With that said, yes, I completely had that fear, 1,000%. I don't think a single girl isn't thinking about the feces flying out of her asshole straight onto her doctor's chest because I I literally pushed that baby out and my doctor, I didn't even be like, is my baby okay? I looked her straight in her face and was like, did I shit? (laughs) You could ask my mom, my husband, anybody in that fucking room. That was the first thing that I asked her. I was like, did I poop? And she was like, no. She was like, but your baby pooped. I was like, oh, shoof. Oh, fuck that. As long as it wasn't me. Good job, baby. Good job. So were you scared of anything else? Obviously, besides pooping. I feel like everything else, everybody's like that. I used to have a huge, like, fear of needles and stuff. So, but I mean, that kind of got cured during pregnancy because they stick you so many damn times. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that's something people don't prepare you for is like how often you get your fucking blood taken and shit. You don't think about that. Then they're like, hey, Mm -hmm. you're going to have your blood drawn every time you're here. Right. (laughs) Welcome back to your appointment. Can I have your arm? They're actually vampires. God, I know. They'd be like, have you drank water? I'm like, what? Uh, not since Wednesday. They're like, it's, it's Tuesday of, <laughs> so last week. <laughs> Did you I get was your like, calendar mixed up? No, no, I like didn't. That's actually drinking coffees and like sweet teas every day. They're like, girl, you need to drink more water. My pee was like brown whenever they would try to take like, samples. <laughs> Whenever I think back on it, I'm like, God, no wonder she fucking came early. Like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, probably. You pushed her out with the caffeine. <laughs> My dehydration. She, she ran right out of your vagina. <laughs> My body was like, I gotta fucking get rid of this baby because we can't even support ourselves. <laughs> oh my god. Just I so think- everybody knows, this is how Brooke and I always are when we <laughs> get to talking. We just go off on our tangents. So I apologize. So do you think that... Uh, you're you were afraid of having the baby I was terrified I was like how do I get this out of me now that it's in there I wasn't afraid of having the baby until I started getting and feeling my contractions and then I was I looked at my mom and I was like I can't do this and I guess that's <laughs> not even started yet you're like no <laughs> <laughs> she's like she said I said the same thing to your grandma and you know what she told me and I said what you know through a contraction crying She's like, she said, well, too late now, so we're going to have a baby today. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> right? That's it's really helpful. Thank you. <laughs> so it's just like your mom. Too late. <laughs> she yeah. shit it out. I know, right? You're done. It's coming. <laughs> I was afraid of my epidural, though. That was the only other oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. I that feel like everybody really else scary. is scared of that, too. Fucking needle in the spine. But really, but it was, it, yeah, it was nothing. <laughs> it was absolutely nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I was so... And they're like, relax. And I'm like, you want, I'm sorry. You're putting a needle in my back and you want me to relax? You're literally trying to murder me. (laughs) I know it. Anesthesiologist, serial killer, same thing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But my anesthesiologist was like amazing. And I'm sitting there and they told, you know, they told me to bend over. And (laughs) yes, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know better than to uh, say that around you. I know. Um, yeah, so they just told me I was sitting on the bed, and they told me to bend over so they could get to the bottom of my spine. And before I knew it, she was like, "Okay, sit up." And I'm like, "What?" Right? I didn't feel it very much either. I didn't like, I don't. Feel yeah. It. I feel like the contraction so. is so bad. You could literally probably have like punched me in the face and be like, "What?" <laughs> 
It's probably true. Really? I was just so ready to not feel my contractions anymore. And to those moms out there that don't have an epidural, all the applause in the world. Like more. God bless your sister. More power to you. My best friend's sister didn't have an epidural with at least the last two and possibly all three. And nope. I don't know how she did it. Nope. Can't do it. Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> Bravery. When did, how did your labor start? You were sitting on, <laughs> you were like in your bed or something, weren't you? And then you like ran into the living room. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't happening. <laughs> it was a really rough night. Um, I had dropped a pot of spaghetti sauce the night before. <laughs> it went everywhere. So I was cleaning that up. So I always said that spaghetti sauce jump started my labor. Probably. And then I w- and I had to clean it up. My dad helped me, but my mom was sick and in her chair. And Josie was trying to help up a little bit, but there was glass everywhere and stuff like that. And, you know, she was only 12. So I was like, you know, it's okay. Just do what you need to do. So for some reason in my mind, so I'm like a very visual person. So when you're telling this story and you said you dropped a pot of spaghetti sauce, I was thinking like you made spaghetti sauce for some reason. And then you're like, there's glass everywhere. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. a jar. No. It was, it was homemade spaghetti sauce, but it was Why a glass, glass lid on the pot. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Or the pan. I was like, I'm giving you more credit than you deserve because well, before you used a fucking jar. <laughs> I'm giving myself more credit because really my mom Thank made you. it. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I made homemade sauce and I dropped it <laughs> while I was in was labor. Eaten, but... <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, so I was cleaning that up for a couple hours. My mom had a really high fever, and they were going back and forth on whether or not she's going to go to the hospital, because that's bad for a cancer patient. So my dad ended up taking her up to the hospital at like 10 o'clock or whatever. I went to bed a little after midnight, and then at 3 o'clock in the morning, I heard him come home. And I got up, and I went out, and I asked him, and I was like, so you know, where's mom? He's like, oh, they're going to admit her. I'm going to go back in the morning, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to get some sleep. And I said, okay. So I went and I went back to my bed and went to sleep. And I was laying there for a second and then I felt a contraction and waited another minute, a couple minutes went by and I felt another one. And so then I went out and I sat in the recliner chair because I didn't want to wake up my dad. He'd just been at the hospital for the last five hours with my mom. My mom's already at the hospital. And Cassidy's dad was supposed to be, he had an appointment to be at, very important appointment, won't go into it, but the next morning, um, first thing. So I'm sitting here like, I don't know what to do. So I try to call my mom, her phone's not working. So for an hour I sat there just crying, timing my contractions, and they were like five minutes apart. So I finally decided to call the hospital and get transferred to the room she was in. And she let the phone ring like 24 times. And so I was freaking out even more. And she finally picked up and she was like, I was wondering why the hospital phone rang. I'm like, I think I'm in labor. She's like, okay, well, go wake up your dad. Go wake up so-and-so. And, uh, come down to the hospital. I'm not actually getting admitted, but um, you guys can just swing by and pick me up because my mom's cancer hospital is right next to the hospital I was delivering at. Mm-hmm. 
So I went and woke them up. I let my dad know I was going to the hospital. Um, Cassidy's dad drove me to the hospital. He just brought the stuff that he needed for his appointment the next morning to the hospital because it was closer. And then, yeah, we went into triage and I labored there for a couple hours before I was dilated enough to go upstairs and then get my epidural. And he had left some time down there. And so it was just me and my mom, which I'm very thankful for because she knows how to handle me far more. And I feel right. like, <laughs> I feel like me at the time would have wanted him in the room because it's his baby, but really I needed my mom through that right. because he would not, not known what to do. So, cause it was bad. I mean, I was like, yelling and screaming in the face, right? Yeah, right, probably <laughs> not even intentionally, just right. But uh, so yeah. Right. So then we went upstairs. I got my epidural. Um, he got back from his appointment, so he was there. My mom was there. My dad and my sister came up after she got out of school that day, and then I had the most amazing labor and delivery nurse like ever in the history of ever. And she was off at seven o'clock. She's supposed to be off at seven o'clock. So at like six o'clock, we started doing practice pushes. And that's actually when I shit myself. Um, practice pushes? I didn't know yeah. do practice pushes. Oh, really? Yeah. They didn't like want you to? No, maybe it's because I was early though. I guess they wouldn't want me to really like practice. Because they oh, would, yeah. they like forced me to like not, they were like giving me medication to not go into labor. And well, even though I was in labor, my body was like, yeah, fuck whatever you're doing. I'm going to keep going. And so when the time came, they were like, yeah, this baby's like not stopping. They were like, we're just going to give you some Pitocin. So they just like pumped me full of Pitocin. And then I just like pooped a baby out within like not even an hour. It was crazy. Once they did it, like how fast it was. Oh God. And she had, so you guys, I didn't dilate because everything like happened so fast. And so she had to stick her hands like inside of me, like two hands <sighs> and massage and like try to like rip me open so I could like fucking have this baby it was awful she like the baby had like already dropped into like my pelvis it was like there like pushed and I like, was waiting and I just had to like hold the baby up there <laughs> I shouldn't laugh but <laughs> she's like just... just massaging and trying to like <laughs> rip me open well we're also on video chat too so I'm watching all your hand motions and it's not helping anything so sorry like my two finger motion yeah. <laughs> open mind so what do you feel like was like the worst part do you feel like labor was the worst part or delivery because a lot of girls are like oh my god I'm so scared to push the baby out but if you're having an epidural like okay I feel like it's different if you are we are epidural <laughs> so whatever you were laboring pre-epidural and then delivering post-epidural which do you feel like was worse pre-epidural 1000% I know that I've heard yes. stories of people where their epidurals like wear off Mine but did, yeah. I had I had whatever the epidural was that you could push that magic button anytime it lit up. And I pushed that button every time it lit I up. I did too. But my epidural, like the drip bag or whatever was empty. And I was oh. like, oh, my epidural's empty. And my doctor said to me, no girl, you're going to want to get up and walk around. We're not going to give you more. Mm -mm. And I was like, <gasps> so I was panicked. I, my had worn off so much that after, <laughs> that after I delivered, I got up and walked to the bathroom. That's how my, that's how much mine was worn off. I walked immediately. Like I got up out of the bed and walked to the bathroom because I had to take a shit <laughs> royally. 
<laughs> Did they watch you? <laughs> no, they didn't watch me. I was done. So they were just like, Neh. the nurses literally like helped me walk to the bathroom and they were just like, bye. <laughs> no, my nurse made me go to the bathroom. Like, really? She, she didn't make me shit because I already shit on the, pre- like, the nurse during. Before, Girl, you're good. Like, <laughs> we already see that. <laughs> But they made me, because after they took my catheter out, they made sure I could pee. She came in there and she had to stand in there until I peed. I'm like, can you at least please turn around? I felt like I was getting drug tested. Yeah, that's so weird. No, they didn't. I don't know what that's like. Like, whenever I got out of the bathroom, nobody was in there except my mom. Like, no, they had cleared out completely. All the blood and everything was cleaned up. The the room looked like nobody was even in there. And it was just my mom, like, just sitting on the couch, like, you ready? (laughs) You ready to go? They're going to be here with a wheelchair in a minute. You ready? <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> it was different hospitals do different things though. Like, did you, well, no, cause they had to rush <clears throat> to the NICU. So it didn't matter. Yeah. That's different too. Cause like my hospital, I, we were in there for a good hour and a half, two hours, like same room that I delivered in. Like they cleaned everything up and there weren't people in there anymore, except for us. But like we did the, you know, hour of skin to skin, um, well, I had, you know, an entire audience of family watching my delivery in the first place. So they were all still there. And then my childhood best friend, Ashley, was actually supposed to be in the room with me, but she didn't, she was a half an hour late because um, she was on a flight back from Seattle. Right. And so, right. yeah, it, but yeah, off subject, but yeah, definitely post or pre-epidural. Was Even, the yeah. Worst. So even with mine, like wearing off, I still feel like the labor was the worst part. And <laughs> pre, pre-epidural labor was definitely the worst part. I would rather push out a baby than go through that again. Although you guys, I'm going to have to go through it again. So fuck me. <laughs> this is that last one though. I'm fucking tying this shit. I'm tying it. I'm fucking cutting it. I'm burning it. I'm taking it out. I'm throwing it in the dumpster and I'm done with it. I'm not, I'm not birthing no more babies for this man. I don't think he's the one that made you, but that's not the point. I mean, um, but didn't he though? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I guess he did do the thing and the, yeah. So what kind of things did you feel like you didn't expect about labor and delivery? So Such every, nurse. <laughs> every, yeah, right. Everybody's experience is different, especially like how you just talked about like with hospitals. So like, I know that... <laughs> I did not expect, and I've asked other women, and they've said that they did not have this, so I don't know if you did, but I did not expect um, a suppository to be inserted into my asshole immediately after labor. So that I got- did not happen to me? <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool, just me. So I literally, I got stitched up, my catheter ripped out, I got stitched up, um, and then immediately after they stitched me up, my doctor put some kind of like pill into my ass. She said it was something about like hemorrhaging, like it was some kind of like suppository to like help with like hemorrhaging or something like that. And so, but I had to poop so bad that like I got up and like walked to the bathroom and I pooped like half the pill out. So, I mean, good thing I didn't fucking hemorrhage and die <laughs> because I shit the bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. But yeah, that was one thing that surprised me. Like nobody talked about, but I guess people won't talk about stuff like that because it doesn't always happen to everybody. Yeah, no, that didn't happen to me at all. I mean, like I said, I was already, it was so funny. I'm sitting there doing our practice pushes and I feel her just all of a sudden wipe my butthole. <laughs> Thank you. Because you know, with, <laughs> How nice. with, with your epidural, like you really can't feel like, right. pain, yeah. but you can still feel like nerve 
a little bit. I don't know. Like, I could tell that she was wiping my asshole. Right. Like, if you're scratching your leg, it's like if your foot was asleep. That's what it feels yeah. like. Yeah. Like and so, so I'm like, did, did I just, did I just poop? And she's like, yeah, a little bit, but it's, it's okay. It happens all the time. And I'm like, oh my God, no. Dream come true. Right. <laughs> Good. Thank God everybody was asleep. My dad and sister had gone to get food and my mom and Cassie's dad were both asleep in the room. So nobody got to witness that one. Here are things that I did not expect that nobody talked to you about that I had no idea what fucking happened to me after I had a baby. Hemorrhoids. Nobody told me I would have some hemi-filled asshole, okay? That shit fucking hurts. Yeah. Um, Post-baby contractions. I know that they were like, oh, you're going to have a little bit of pain afterwards because of, like, uh, your uterus. But I didn't know that it was literally just, like, fucking labor again after you just had a baby. I don't remember that. I don't... Like, legit, like, like contractions, like, before... <laughs> Did you fall asleep? <laughs> Maybe I did, but, and, and there's another difference. I mean, you had a much more stressful like delivery experience because of Lilia being early and stuff. And like mine was just, you know, we're in our room for two hours. We go get settled into our other room. Nurses come in to help you with the baby a little bit. And yeah, like I remember listening a couple weeks ago, you talked about how that nurse didn't even help like you and Wes learn how to change the diaper. Mm-mm. They didn't even teach I me how to use a breast pop. They didn't teach me any really? of that shit. Yep. Nope. They sent in like somebody nope. to do all that at my hospital. And <laughs> they taught me how to do the diaper and taught me how to do the swaddle. Like, I mean, they asked, like, do you want us to show you and all that? And I obviously said, yes. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't ask me anything. They would literally come in and like rip my pants off and be like, we're just checking for blood. <laughs> like they wouldn't be like, I'm going to remove your panties now and look in your vagina and make sure you're bleeding the appropriate amount. They'd just be like, whoop. And they'd like rip that shit off and they like stick in their hand down my crotch. Like, Did you go to you. a BDSM hospital or something? <laughs> I did. You got me. <laughs> I like that Don't shit. Don't act like you didn't enjoy any of this. <laughs> I like it rough. You know me. But yeah, like that shit was awful. My whole like fucking like hospital stay and like all that shit was just like hella traumatic. But I remember though the contractions with labor, it wasn't like immediately like after I had the baby though. I because I had the baby and we it took forever for us to finally get into a recovery ward because it's really fucked up. But we had to wait to get placed into a re- recovery ward that like a recovery room that was specifically for mom only. Like if you don't have your baby. And so it was like super fucking depressing. Although I don't know what would be more depressing, being put into the room where it's just the mother's recovery or being put into a room with all the baby shit, like not having your baby. Like, I don't know what would have been like fucking worse. So True. Uh, I remember though, like all my family was there and they were like fucking like having conversation, just like laughing and having a great old time. And I was literally in the bed, like fucking dying. And I was like beeping my nurse and she was like, what? I was like, can I get some pain medicine? She gave me morphine. <laughs> so that was nice. Yeah, she gave me morphine. <laughs> I was only able to have like morphine like once a day. There was some shit like that. And they were like given like high grade like IVs and shit for it. She hooked you up though. Yeah, she did. But it was nice though because by the time that the morphine had worn off, like that was done. Like it didn't last long. I might have scared some people saying like those contractions were like labor, but like it was like not even like five minutes long probably. And then it was <laughs> like, oh, I'm done. Beginning labor. <laughs> right. Where you're like seven hours deep and you're like, is this how I die? <laughs> 
<laughs> and not to scare anybody. I mean, it hurts, but realistically, like on a pain scale, at the time, I probably would have said it was like, you know, a 3,000 out of 10. Yeah. But fucking, remembering it back, I don't really rem- I mean, I know yeah. it hurt. I remember my reactions and know it hurt, but I couldn't tell you how bad it hurt at this it point. It didn't hurt bad enough to me because the nurse kept asking me if I thought I was in real labor because they were monitoring to see if I was in active labor because of like me being early. So they were like, well, are you, do you think you're in active labor? They would ask me do you think you're in active labor? I've never had a fucking baby. And I was, and they were, I'd be like, I don't know. And they're like, oh, you'll know. I never fucking knew until they were like, you're in active labor. I'm like, oh, d- 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 <laughs> oh damn time. No, he thanks. It never felt bad enough. Like I always expected it to be worse. Like, I don't know. I had really, I had, I had high expectations and they were not met. <laughs> well, at least so, you know what to expect this time around. You got like a good, like experience like us going home from the NICU we still like we weren't taught like fucking anything I I hate my hospital looking back on it like fuck fuck them it's Erlanger in Chattanooga fuck you um so let me just shout out real quick Winnie Palmer in Orlando (laughs) shout out to you so you guys kind of like knew what you were doing when you went home were you scared to go home with your baby like you had all the nurses help and shit so time to go home are you terrified no, um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe, I mean, yeah, I guess. I won't say no solidly, like, yes, because now, like, if I want to just go for a walk down the hall, I can't be like, excuse me, can you go put her in the nursery? Like, there's none of that, so there was that fear, and things like that. I mean, I did live with my parents at the time, so my mom was had help, yeah, and you could, like, ask. Yeah. My dad was very helpful. And Josie, for the first couple of weeks, wouldn't touch her because she was too afraid. Cause she oh, was my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. She was little. You're afraid you're going to, like, break it in half. <laughs> I remember going to see Lilia, and I'm like, oh. Right? You're just flipping her up. It was, like, like extra small, right. though. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> She's not a burrito. You can't just throw her around. The pizza pie, <laughs> basically <laughs> yes <laughs> I don't know I was just comfortable and we were like in the NICU for like a month by then like so I knew <laughs> I knew that she wasn't gonna break but whenever we first told her that like, I first time I was like Jesus Christ like what if I like drop her and then she just like explodes <laughs> on the floor I had like the worst fears I'm not even kidding you oh my god or like walking downstairs and stuff like I'm gonna fucking just splatter this baby on the ground like I was so scared all the time <laughs> I had the worst fears. You didn't have anything like that? Is that just me? Am I I'm like crazy? I think so. I oh, mean, okay, good. But I mean, I did live with my mom. So there was a lot of like, I remember I, I had started off trying to breastfeed her, which oh yeah, um, didn't end up working out oh, like strictly breastfeeding her because her pediatrician actually told me that she wasn't gaining enough weight, which I found out later wasn't true. And I mean, I digress about that, but it, uh, I was feeding her one time and I was laying on my side in the bed and had her in the bed with me and I was feeding her and I know you're, you know, quote unquote, not supposed to do that, but whatever. I mean, everybody um, does shit like that. We break yeah. I was sleeping with Lily when she was a baby. Sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. Fuck it. Exactly. So I fell asleep feeding her and then all of a sudden 
she's screaming. And so I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? And you know, their bones haven't fully developed and her arm was like twisted like this. Oh, I remember that you're telling me about that. Yes. And I just started screaming and I like ran out. I like ran her out to my mom and I'm like, I don't know what I did. She's screaming. She won't stop crying. Her arm was bent funny and blah, blah, blah. And my mom's like, it's okay. She's okay. She probably just had that sensation of like it falling asleep. And so it scared her a little bit, but she's fine. You're fine. You didn't hurt her. She's okay. So yeah, that was fun. Oh, and she was jaundice. I mean, I don't know. Oh yeah. I remember uh, you talking. Yeah. Lilia yeah. was jaundice as well. Yeah. That was scary because I, I had to bring that big light home and like Pack. keep her yeah. yeah. Keep her on it all the time. The cats thought it was wonderful to lay on when she wasn't using it. But, yeah, Lilia had hers because she was in, you know, that little like I don't know, it was like a warmer a warm warming bucket that they put box. babies in. Yeah, the, the baby box. Armholes. Yeah, fuck those armholes. Oh, fuck it. It's like a bubble baby. Ugh, makes me so mad thinking about it. They had like, <laughs> she had to like lay on the Billy Rubin blanket, the like Billy Rubin light blanket, and then they had like one big one here, and like I'm, I'm doing it like you guys can fucking see me. They had like one on like the left side of her, one on the right side of her, and then one on top. So she was like fully surrounded. So I have pictures of her whenever she was in that thing because they put those little like sunglasses on her eyes and she looked yeah. like she was in a tanning bed. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. Oh, she Baby's looks so precious. Yes. Hashtag I'm a good mom. <laughs> Get our eyebrows done next weekend. So you breastfed. How long did you breastfeed for? I don't remember. Um, exclusively just those first 10 days. And then I did, um, I continued to half and half and I would try to pump. Well, I went back to work like immediately because I worked from home. Oh, right. Um, and my boss was going out of the country the day I went into labor. Good timing. So I went back to work about a week after I got home. I won't say after I gave birth because we were in the hospital for a couple days, but a week after I got home, I went back to work. And so I'd have her at home. Um, so I'd be able to feed her and hold her and things like that while I was working. And then after the, her pediatrician told me that I would have to start supplementing her, I started pumping while I was working to help. And so that other people would be able to give her bottles while I was working or doing school. I was also in school full time. So mm -hmm. There's a lot of time sitting in front of my computer with a newborn baby, but also we had um, a family friend that we hired to come and help me with her. And while she was there, she'd feed her the bottles, you know, do the half and half in it and stuff like that. But I was able to pump and stuff. I stopped actually the day my mom died because, well, I got piss ass fucking drunk that night and the... Uh, not only that, but for your fucking sanity. Yeah, it was really difficult. And yeah. so it like, it was a, I, my breastfeeding journey was, it was a hard one. I mean, I had all that guilt of like, like, like you had talked about, like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't, can't feed my baby. What am I doing? I'm failing. This is awful. Looking back on it now, you're just like, why didn't I fucking do formula from the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> I do agree. Breastfeeding is wonderful. It's great. And to, to all the moms out there that are able to and, and can, that is awesome. But to the ones that can't like 
don't let it. Right. Right. Yeah. It honestly is stupid and cliche as it sounds like a fed baby is a happy baby and 100% agree. And look at both of our girls. They're (laughs) wonderful. Yeah. They're totally normal. (laughs) They're totally, they're totally Um, normal. They're good. (laughs) They're related to us. So you guys, I have a confession to make. Good mom confession. Oh. <laughs> My daughter was choking, like not really choking, but she was like, like something was nasty in her mouth. And she came over and she spit out a pill. <laughs> and she found a pill in the ground. It was an omeprazole for heartburn. She just popped it in her mouth. <laughs> she spit it out. I was like, thank God they taste bad because, <laughs> you know, she might be dead. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, glad she didn't pills. try to chew it. Oh god, she would have spit it out. She doesn't even like, she doesn't even like like weird textures in her mouth. So like, luckily I don't have to worry about her actually eating things because she'll spit it out. But I take pills, like I'll take things, and I'll sometimes think <laughs> it's a fucking dumb. I'll go to take it, and, like miss my mouth, and it'll just like fall on the floor, and then I can't find it, and it never fails. She will always fucking find it. So yeah. <laughs> but if you tell her, go pick everybody. up your cup, right? she can't find it. She's like, it's... The other day, Wes asked her to bring her fire truck, like move her fire truck, and she looked him dead in the face and goes, I can't. It's heavy. <laughs> it's plastic. <laughs> She's so dramatic, but she'll eat a pill. <laughs> My grandma lives right across the street from me, and so we'll go over there. And last night, we're walking home over... We're walking across the street to go home. And she was carrying her milk cup and I was carrying her blanket and she goes, I, mommy, you carry it. And I was like, no, you can, you can carry your milk. You can carry your cup. And she said, I can't, it's too heavy. I said, okay, well then you carry the blanket and I'll carry the milk cup. I'm not carrying all of your shit all the time. Three years old. It's time to become an independent woman. (laughs) Pay half the rip, bitch. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Why are you still home? (laughs) Is it not time yet? So you were talking about how it was really okay. So you had a super fucked up, like, baby experience. So you said that you went back to work like a week into it, which is like super rare. Moms don't do that shit. So like you had to work. You were in school. Your mom was sick. You were dealing like being a single parent and trying to deal with trying to like hold your relationship together because you guys were still trying to figure shit out. You didn't really know each other. You're still trying to figure shit out. Did you, looking back on it now, because I, I don't know if like at the time you actually had it, because I do this too, where I look back, I'm like, maybe I should have gone to the doctor. Do you feel like you had postpartum depression? Um, no, I should have. Or just but, regular depression. <laughs> it was, well, I was seeing a therapist at the time anyway, because of everything that we were going through with my mom, the baby relationship, all the other stuff. So I was already seeing one and I had asked her, I said, you know, do you think that I have postpartum depression? She said, no, but I do think you're depressed, but I don't think it, because she's, the way she explained it to me is I wasn't showing like neglect for the baby. I wasn't like, I wasn't trying to be away from her. Like didn't want to take care of her. Didn't want to look at her, all that stuff. Like I was still doing all that. I just needed help doing that so that I could accomplish all these other tasks. So no, I did not have postpartum depression, but right. regular depression, that was sure right up there. Yeah, that's like, I feel like that too. Like whenever like I think back on it, because some people are like, oh, you probably had 
postpartum depression. And I'm like, but I did, it had nothing to do with Lilia. Like I wasn't like wanting to drown her in the bathtub or anything. Like, like I didn't have, I don't Mostly. feel like it was postpartum depression. Cause that shit's like usually like linked to neglect and like not wanting to be around your baby. Mine yeah. came from mom guilt of not being able to breastfeed. And then also from being depressed because I didn't have my baby. I feel like if but, I would have went home and been like, Oh, thank God. I don't have to bring that little fucker home with me. <laughs> Just sit in the hospital. I feel like that would have been like, eh, maybe something's a little off there <laughs> but having to like go home and like look at that empty crib and shit like that fucked with me yeah I, well I mean I remember when we came up to visit like it was like you had talked about like it was still hard for you like you just disappear and I'd go and find you I'm like hey what are you doing you're like nothing just watch I usually yourself. had a titty out yeah too well yeah that too whatever pop on out my booze <laughs> it was sad I mean it was sad sitting there seeing the empty crib but now it's completely filled yeah and giant bed form this fucking baby better stay in here the whole time. I get to take shots. I don't know if I told um, the podcast listeners this either, but I get to take shots at like 16 weeks or 17 weeks. She said 16 weeks, but then I went to a fetal specialist, um, maternal fetal medicine specialist the other day, and they said something about 16 weeks or 17 weeks. So I don't know which one it is, but I'm going to get some shots that I have to like give myself to hopefully keep me from going into early labor. So that's cool. That makes me feel a little more confident in this pregnancy. Yeah, I would feel better about that one, too. Yeah. So now you've shit out a baby, okay? You went through all the hard shit. You're a single mom. You moved. Okay, so you moved, like, halfway across the fucking country. You abandoned me because you don't want to come move where I live. Yeah. Depression. exactly how that went. So what do you feel like are the hardest things right now with being a single mom? Because she's three, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, does she, she turn four? She turns four next June. Hang on. Right there. Um, Do you have pants on? Please just say no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Chuck, mate. <laughs> just shorty shorts. Girl! So you... Um, <laughs> Sorry. Moved. You like moved away from like your family and the help that like you talked about before. I did. So I, um, now it's it's different, totally different. I I moved up to Indiana and I did that for a year. Hang um, on, let's pause for a second. You guys, this is real mom life. Okay, so Jenna has a child and the child might be in the background. She's like she's doing the mom finger wave, like trying to ask her daughter to go. <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> we don't fake this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you slammed her into the fucking wall. Seriously, it sounds like I literally like closed my door so quietly. Sure. I promise it was not my child. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, sorry. Uh, we're dog sitting, and Cassidy's very obsessed with Buster. So Yuck. I hate dogs. I was trying to find him. Well, dogs hate you, so. <laughs> Ain't wrong. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so I moved up to Indiana. I moved in with um, a friend of mine whose family lived up there, so I did have help up there as well, just to kind of do something different, do something new. Um, I didn't want to stay in Florida. It was hard. Well, one, I hate I hate the humidity. Yeah, I don't blame you. 
two, um, it was hard with my mom, like not, it's still kind of hard. Like when I go back to visit and stuff like her not being there, but like, I mean, my mom died in the house we live in, right? The house my dad still lives in. And I just wish she was there still. Um, and that was difficult, but another reason is, um, I just needed to do something different with my life to better my life and to better Cassie's life. And so that's what I did. And we did that for a year. Um, it was good up there. It was scary. Like I was really afraid because honestly, that's the first time that I would say that I've left home in a sense. I've made quite a few moves over the last 10 years, but I've always lived with family right. or something else. So this was my first apartment, my first lease and my name and all that kind of stuff. So that was exciting. First big um, girl time. Yeah. First, first influx of bills coming my way. <laughs> Don't know why I left home. Um, <laughs> but it was good. It was a good experience. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I encourage anybody who, you know, wants to take a chance, take it, do it because why not? And then we decided a year later, which was last year, that we were going to move back to Vegas, which is where I grew up. And my mom's mom, my grandmother is still out here. So we'd be closer to her I mean, or as close as we can possibly get without living with her or across the street. So she gets to see Cassidy a lot. And then we have more family that actually just moved down here. My, be my high school best friend's here, her sister, has three kids and they're both really good support system. Like they're part of my tribe, my village. I wish I had one of those. <laughs> I, I told you to move out here. Um, but it's come Las on. Vegas. Oh my God. What's wrong with it? You can show your titties wherever you want anytime. That is a plus. That is I a mean, plus. Although I already do that. I literally today was talking about that. Let's take a side <laughs> note here. So we were in the drive through. Yeah, I'm about to tell a bad story. So. <laughs> get the child out of the room sorry you guys she's um asking the child to leave again <laughs> Not the wall. Yeah. so I, we were at the drive-thru at the Krispy Kreme because that's where bad bitches go on Sunday <laughs> and this guy cut in front of us in the line okay and I am so serious when it comes to donuts so this guy cuts in front of us in the line and I'm already like mad. So I unbuckle my seatbelt, ready to hop out to this car. And they're like, you know, what are you going to do? Like, you're pregnant. I was like, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my fucking bra and swing it around my head and just act like a complete fucking psycho. Because in those instances, nobody knows what to do. They will not fuck with you <laughs> because they don't know if you're going to kill them or not or potentially throw doo doo at them. Have you done Which that? Which I am not against. <laughs> Have you have you actually taken off your bra and swung it around your head? I mean, not recently. So I always, <laughs> I always like, I'm not even kidding you either. Like if anybody ever tried to like fight me or anything like that, like as a fucking adult, one, I'm never going to fucking do that. Like I'm, I'm an adult. So that's, that's the only thing I could do <laughs> to avoid from getting punched and just act like a complete psycho. If you need to <laughs> shit on the floor, shit on the floor. <laughs> just fucking act crazy. Get your titties out. We were literally talking well, about freeing the titties today, so here I would you can. Fit in. Yeah, but it's Las Vegas, and I like it here. Okay, 
So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> oh, moving on. So you move cross country. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now you're single mom. Nice. You're hot and you're ripe <laughs> and your your loins. Are Did you nice. write that? What that your loins are nice? No, I didn't write that your <laughs> loins are nice. <laughs> that you're hot and ripe. <laughs> Let me type that in the notes. Jenna is hot, ripe, and ready to go. <laughs> Hashtag wife me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So the point that I was making is that now you are a single mom and you have to try to date and like get your hoo-ha licked like what do you how do you how do you even date I don't even know how to make a friend like how do you even date people do you even do you do that well um I have a little bit not a whole lot um a little bit of what a little bit of men (laughs) not a (laughs) A lot of men dating oh okay you have dated a little bit okay I get what you're saying (laughs) I was like get it girl (laughs) I have a few (laughs) No, not all at once. Um, um, yeah, I have dated a little bit. I mean, you're you know, you're talking about last week Tinder for um, friendship. Yes, that does exist. So it's not Tinder, but you can go. Well, that actually makes me angry because I was hoping to come up with that business idea and make a fuck ton of money and <laughs> be wealthy. Well, instead, you can make a friend. Um, and you swipe right. Right is good, not left, for the record. Oh. I'll you need to make a Tinder. I'll need to make a Tinder account just so I can figure out the lingo and all that stuff. Yeah, probably. Maybe I'll get some free dick pics. <laughs> I'll show my <laughs> husband be like, look at this wiener. <laughs> Wes will love it. Um, <laughs> He's enthusiastic. <laughs> great. Um, I, I've dated a little bit. It is more difficult, especially, uh, well, my aunt and my cousin, my aunt, my uncle, and my cousin just recently moved out. So the only other person I had was my grandma. My grandma has been doing very well with helping me as much, you know, 75 year old woman can. And, uh, so I've been on like a date or two. It's been like two people, I guess, since we've been in Vegas, but nothing really, I don't know, nothing too exciting. It's, it's hard. It's really difficult because right. it's, Cause you can't like, like take her with you. Be like, this exactly. is my kid. <laughs> don't want, don't want to meet everybody. Yeah. And not only that, but like, I feel like trying to date while you have a child is also like really scary. There's like a lot of extra things that you have to like look out for. And then like, it makes it difficult, like you said, like with having to have somebody watch her because when is that point that you introduce them? Like it has to be pretty serious. You have to make sure like everything's okay. Like that's, there's like so many things that like go around that. Well, and it, I mean, and then people point- like, okay, let me make a point though before you go on. People also <laughs> like to fucking make single moms like feel like shit because they're like just having sex. I feel like that. I don't think that's fair. Because there's so much shit that comes with dating. It's okay to just want to get fucking rammed sometimes and not have to deal with going to dinner and like introducing and saying like, yeah, yeah, I have a kid and like trying to figure all that shit out. If you just want to get your pussy rammed, you should be able to do that and not feel like you're going to get judged for it. That shit makes me so mad. I hear like, oh my God. And she has a kid and she's just like sleeping around. Yeah, she fucking is because she's a boss. 
<laughs> okay, continue. Is that jealousy in your voice? <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> My husband listens to this, Jenna. Stop. You're going to get me divorced. <laughs> Just kidding. Last love you guys. Um, um, so, yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my husband's in the room, you guys, so he's making faces at me. <laughs> his, nose, his nose was flared to the extreme. I have never seen anybody's nose flare that much. <laughs> oh, man. Great. This gonna podcast be is going to end my marriage. I'm going to be disowned as the niece. <laughs> That's okay. I'll come move in with you. Perfect. You'll be like Golden Girls. <laughs> You can only bring one baby. Pick your favorite. <laughs> deal. Fucking deal. <laughs> oh my god. Um, DCS is going to come get our children. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe we should re-record. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, dating's hard. It. There's just that level of, like you said, like when to introduce them. How serious does it get? At what point do you you know, do all that. And I am, I mean, I'm not seriously looking hundred percent like out there. Like I need a husband right now. I'm more of the type of person where I'm like, you know, talk to people, see where things go. And so if it happens where she does meet somebody, she's just introduced to them as my friend regardless, because right. it's easiest that way this is my friend and she knows that I have friends that are males because of, you know, friends, husbands and boyfriends. and right. so, so there's men around. And so it's not, I don't make it confusing to the point where like, I don't have, you know, men coming over every night, sleeping in my bed and they're around every night, things like that. So currently I'm I think just, that's called uh, <laughs> prostitution. <laughs> maybe i'm wrong <laughs> only if they pay <laughs> if you get nicked out every night they better be paying <laughs> shit that's fucking work right there that's a nine to five <laughs> christ the leg work alone actually more like a 10 to 6 but it has to be sleeping <laughs> stop <laughs> this is a this is a family friendly show the fuck it's not. <laughs> there are children. There better not be any children who listen to this. Oh my god. I have warnings all over my fucking thing. So like Cassidy listens to you every week. I mean, that's fine. Whatever. You're the mom. You make the decision. But like if 12-year-olds are on here, I'd be like, Mom, listen. <laughs> listen to what she said about sex. <laughs> mom, what does dicked out mean? Don't um, take birds and bees advice from me. Mommy and a daddy love each other very much. So what do you feel like your biggest fear is then for like single mom life? Do you feel like it's dating and like finding the right one? Like what happens when it comes time? Like what the fuck do you do? Do you just like marry him and come home and be like, this is your, this is my husband. This is your dad. Got promoted. This, is dad. <laughs> this got promoted from friend to husband to dad. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like it's hard because... I'm lonely. Like, it sounds so stupid, and I feel no, stupid it saying it. 
not at all. But I'm lonely all the time with a tiny human. And so I don't, I mean, I get to see my family and my friends and stuff like that, but I don't have that partnership. And so when I do have somebody to talk to, it's really nice because it's just another perspective and things like that. And we haven't gotten to the point of, I haven't gotten to the point with anybody yet of the, you know, going from friend to being around more and stuff. So I haven't had to cross that bridge yet. to assume that it's going to be an easy transition but I do have nerves about it because I don't want it to be too soon I don't want her to get too attached and then something go wrong and then she disappears she disappears oh my gosh they disappear (laughs) child abduction yeah I think something went wrong there in that that relationship (laughs) fuck either like she (laughs) (laughs) oh god um but you know what i mean so yeah that's yeah that's my biggest like single mom dating fear that stuff is uh scary i wouldn't even know what to do like if wes ever left me (laughs) probably will (laughs) like i wouldn't (laughs) even know where to start i'd probably just be like i would probably just like have to like live with like literally i'd have to like live with you or like one of my friends just for the rest of my life i'd be one of those girls just like (laughs) lived with other girls what are they called that's how i feel what are they called when they like it's like a bunch of moms who live together a chewabode nuns oh chewabode chewabode i think it's called a chewabode i think i'm pronouncing it right chewabode cobode we just have a bunch of children running around and we're just there was one in chattanooga and it's it's like literally i looked it up because there was like a sign that said chewabode this way like, like a sign pointing to it. I, it's literally just like single moms who live together in the house with their children and they like, that's their village. There's like a bunch of moms. You know, there's probably some really freaky lesbian shit going on in there. They be doing some lesbian shit, but they probably, they, ha- they just like, somewhere. yeah, they just like take care of each other's kids and shit and probably take care of each other's bodies. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, if Wes ever leaves you, we can just go join one of those because or we could start our I don't own. Know what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, there we go. I would say hot girls only, but I'm like a four on a um like a four on a I'm like a four on a bad day. I'm probably like a six on a good day. Except when I do this double chin up three. <laughs> but <laughs> we could do like okay moms <laughs> only. <laughs> you have to be decent <laughs> to come here. We don't want anybody hot, but we also don't want anybody ugly. <laughs> We don't need a bag over your face, but we, we're we not jealous of your body type, so. No, 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 no. I'm definitely jealous. You come in there with some hot shit. I'm going to be constantly. Those ones aren't allowed. Those, oh, okay. We can't be jealous of your body, body type, but we don't need a bag over your head. Right. There you go. There you go. In between. I promise between. we're accepting. <laughs> we're accepting people, I promise. I we're don't like judge the- anybody. Unless you need a bag. I know. I know. Right. I feel like oh. um, so much of this podcast, like I talk about like being open and accepting, but <laughs> honest to God, every single person is going to have those moments where they're just like, fuck you, you attractive bitch. <laughs> You're yeah. going to have those moments. That woman might be the nicest woman in the world. I can almost bet you money she's not, but 
she could be the nicest woman in the world and be hot as hell. And I'm still going to be like, fuck you. Yep. <laughs> Sucks. Like, how do you do it? How yeah. did you do that? And how do I do it? Right. You're going to have those thoughts. You're not going to be able to keep your shit. I feel like, okay, it's not really about being open. It's more of like being honest with yourself on this podcast. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Sure. I'm going be to judged. ask you that question of how to achieve those results while eating a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> how do you get so high? <laughs> my fucking milk titties like sagging to my belly button. <laughs> Girl, how you get that body? I'm still wearing my granny panties from like two births ago. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even like fucking sneeze without pissing myself. I don't understand. Sometimes that still happens to me. So it's not just a pregnancy thing. Don't worry. I literally was getting out of the shower the other day and I peed. I didn't have to pee. <laughs> I was just standing there drying off and I just pissed. Luckily, I was still in the tub. I just pissed. You can, I was like, Wes, I just peed. I was so shocked that I had to call him in there. So he knew. <laughs> that I, I was like, come here. I Did he give you a gold star on your potty chart too? He was like, okay. <laughs> Are you okay? I was like, I don't know. Well, it scared me because I was like, did my fucking water just break? I was I'm like, I'm so terrified of preterm labor that like anything like that happens. And I'm like, <gasps> is that my water? That's because your water broke in <sighs> a restaurant. Yeah, I know. Mine never did. Fucking O'Charlie's. We don't have O'Charlie's here in Wilmington, North Carolina. And so guess what I'm craving all the time? Oh, Charlie's. Fucking the rolls with butter. Oh my God. Make me wet. It sounds so good. <laughs> and they have those like cheese triangles that are like filled with pepper jack cheese. And if you get, instead of marinara, get honey mustard and dip your cheese sticks in honey mustard, you will queef from the deliciousness. It's going to just expel I've air from your never vagina. I've never had oh Charlie so oh, you're about to say you've never <laughs> queefed. I've never queefed. <laughs> Wait, you've never had a Charlie's? Wait, hang on, that just hit on a different level. <laughs> I just heard what you said. <laughs> Fuck the queefing. <laughs> you've never had a Charlie's? You lived in the South. No. What's wrong with you? You never took me. <laughs> <laughs> you better spit that ice out, you fuck a bitch. I, of course I never took you. It's not my job. You should have just gone on your own. I'm, I'm a dependent, dependent human being. Well, me too. Fuck. <laughs> I don't even have a job. Like, I literally couldn't do anything without my husband. <laughs> like, if he left me, I'd be fucked. <laughs> Same. Only I don't have a husband. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so if you left you, you'd be fucked? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Wouldn't know what to do without myself. Um, I don't know if we had O'Charlie's in Orlando. But, yeah, no, I've never been. So, we'll have to go. Yeah, all of my pregnancy cravings this pregnancy are all foods that are in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Shout out to Glen Jean Deli and your ham and cheese sandwiches that I just want to douse and yellow fucking deli mustard. God, make my nipples hard. Oh my God, what else am I craving? Besides O'Charlie's, there's another one. Oh, Sourdough Cup of Joe. There is this like little coffee shop. It's called Sourdough Cup of Joe. And they have this coffee called the Satin Slipper. 
and it is good. And they also obviously make sourdough bread. And you can just order a fucking slice of bread and they will butter that bitch up and toast it and you can just eat it. It's bread and coffee. Well, you you're making a nasty face like that sounds gross and it kind of makes me want to punch you through this fucking camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like sourdough bread, but uh, just me. Well, I don't like you, so. Well, I've already known that. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really long tangent. Good. What? All about the bread and cravings and. That was that was necessary, one hundred percent necessary. So, have you had sex since you've moved out to Las Vegas? Since like you've been cross country. Yes. Do you feel well, like it's more difficult? Like if, okay, so you're in the dating life, you're not always going to have sex with the person you're dating. Sometimes you just want to have sex. Like I said, do you feel like it's much more difficult to try to just like have a sexual encounter? Like you have to arrange like a babysitter and all that shit. I was about to say it would be easier if you had a spouse, but I guess you wouldn't be having random sexual encounters. You could cheat so much easier if you had a spouse. Just be like, hey, honey, can you watch the kids for a bit? I'm going to go get dicked down. <laughs> I just really just need to be balls deep. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'm not going to be balls deep. <laughs> oh, fuck, it's getting too late. We're getting delirious. <laughs> yeah, that just went wrong. Um, so I've written off one night stands at this point since the last one turned into the three-year-old in the other room. Um, so the two people that I've had sex with in the last three years, I, um, I was about to be shocked. Like that was like, I was like, wow, like that's impressive. But I've only had sex with one person (laughs) for like six years. So I don't know what the fuck I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) only two. Oh, <laughs> how could you only have sex with two? I have such a whore in my mind. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but both of those were like talking to them longer than like a potential relationship type. Yeah, and so they, you know, basically, yeah. Um, when Cassie's at daycare or sleeping, it was a good time. Kids are sleeping. <laughs> I assume that's when you got pregnant, but. <laughs> I had to think. I actually couldn't even tell you. <laughs> oh, well. More than likely, yes, because that's usually when it occurs. <laughs> I, um, I feel like. It's probably a good wrapping point talking about sex. <laughs> so I will probably, because there are still a few things that like popped up in my mind that like I would like to ask more about. So we might do like a second. <laughs> I'm trying to. Are you to- done recording? Or no. We- oh. no, 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 no. I'm still recording. No, I'm like sitting here trying to think of words to like say and I can't even think of words. Like you guys, I'm so fucking tired. pregnancy pregnancy i currently like have my shirt like tucked under my titties and my tummy hanging out like i'm like so tired i'm like rubbing my tummy (laughs) like a fucking can't even see it like winnie the pooh oh you can't can you no oh there it is (laughs) yeah so 
we will probably do another one to like dive in deeper deeper to some of the other things that I kind of wanted to talk about so again her name is Jenna she's single (laughs) ready to mingle her loins are nice what did I say you're ripe and ready hot ripe and ready yeah (laughs) Wes is over there smiling (laughs) he likes me talking about his niece like this (laughs) yeah thanks uncle Wes so I'm gonna stop recording thank you so much for listening to the good mom podcast don't forget to hit the follow button on spotify or itunes or whatever listening platform you are using that way you don't miss a single episode released every monday